Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to Undercover Lover, the unofficial podcast of Love Island 2018. Hello, welcome and pass the fact to 50. I'm Harriet Minter and this is Undercover Lover, where this week we're asking the big questions, such as, what does it mean to be a single woman in today's hashtag couple goals world? Would you dump your other half for a 1 in 16 chance of winning 50k? And is 40 degrees really too hot to eat a chicken curry? Joining me on the podcast today is the one of the founders of Hank's Condoms, the amazing Farah Kabir. Hello, Hi, welcome. And, on tradition, my long-term friend and creator of the legendary Love Island WhatsApp group, Charlotte Baring. Ladies, welcome to the show. Thanks Hi. for having me. Thank you. So, Farah, a Love Island fan, yes? Hardcore. Hardcore Love Island fan. What are you loving about this series in particular? Josh's facial expressions, just <laughs> absolutely on point every time, especially when Sam and George decided to leave his face, <laughs> the amount of memes that could be made out of that. Josh's, I like Josh's reactions generally, I just think are gen- Josh, happy Josh is one of my favourite people in the yeah. world. And I'll tell you what's really interesting to me, I like regularly check out all the contestants' Instagram accounts to yeah. see how they're doing. Yeah, it's a good t- top tip, if you're going to place a bet... Do that first. Oh, interesting. Um, and Josh does not have that many followers on Instagram. Really? People, you are fools. Josh is going to be hilarious on Instagram yeah. when he finally gets out of the villa. Yeah, I'm going to follow him right now. The other thing that I really loved, uh, Josh's dancing in yes. the kind of salsa last night. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> well, great. It, when compared to Alex's dancing, which was one of the most excruciating <laughs> things ever. <laughs> uh, and do you, did you watch the last season? Yes, I did. You preferring this one or the last one? I thought last one's was pretty good, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, last year's was excellent. I, I feel like this one is great, but it feels a bit more staged. Yeah, if I'm being honest, last last year's and the year before was a bit more natural. Yeah, that's definitely. We'll talk about staging in a minute because I think it feels like that's mm. happened a lot this week. Uh, Charlotte, welcome. I mean, this podcast basically exists because of you. <laughs> so, <laughs> last year, Charlotte and I were chatting, and I was saying, nobody understands my true love of Love Island. And she said, I have a whole WhatsApp group where we just talk about it. Come and be added to it. Uh, what is it about the show that makes it so inherently gossipable? I don't know if it's gossip, and this is, I suppose, one of my issues with with Love Island, is I don't 
I don't like it when people use it as an excuse to be really judgmental. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting, not from the gossip point, but it, it's human nature. We we like to sort of psychoanalyze what's going on. I think it's because we're nosy and because we're really fascinated <laughs> by what other people are doing. And especially if, like me, you've you've not dated ever really. You've been I've been married for eight years and with my husband for twelve. So it's a whole new world to me, and I just find it really fascinating to see how people interact. But I don't like it when people just and I, I get really annoyed on Love Island if people start talking about what people look like or yeah. or, or being a bit unkind mm. so I don't want to see it as an opportunity for people to be sort of middle class and sitting there from their sofas and just being rude about other people I agree and I think that in a way is what makes it so interesting to talk about because the, I, and we're going to talk about producers a lot in this episode but I feel like the producers could have gone down that route mm. they could have gone down the big brother Mm-hmm. Huge characters, love-hate relationships, um, and they didn't. They've actually tried to find people that are kind of genuinely, most of the time, pretty likable. Mm-hmm. So then, what you become invested in is actually their responses and their psychology. Fire, do you agree? Yeah, com- completely. You can. It's so easy to get bought in to these yeah. characters. So easy and to follow their journey and yeah. feel like you're their friend as well in a really weird stalkerish <laughs> way. And check out their Instagram feeds as well. Scrolling back like three years <laughs> yeah. to see what they were like. like. Oh, she, she had that top too. Yeah, me too. I got it in top shop. Um, yeah, it's so easy to get invested, but it's also concerning as to how it looks as though that should be the norm. Yeah. So, you know, when you look at Love Island, you you start to think, oh well, I should look like that on the beach and. Yeah. I should act that way and I should just eat leaves all day and I think that's the only concern I have with kind of following and investing in some of these people. Um, I am missing Montana's eating from last year. Yeah. Everyone who didn't watch the show last year, Montana just ate her way through the whole show, which I loved. <laughs> like anytime there was any kind of emotional conflict, Montana was in the background munching on a carrot or something. It was just genius. Who was the guy that was um dating Megan briefly and was munching on rich tea biscuits? Oh, As, um, how quickly they go. Was it Al? Al? No, it oh. was... So, when Wes came back from Casa Moore... Oh, and um, Mr. Spec- Spectacle Wearer of 2000. Mr. Selfridge, yeah. 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 Mr. Selfridge! Mr. Selfridge. Oh my God, we yeah. said that as well! <laughs> it's like Jeremy Piven. There's, there's a scene, there's a clip where he's munching furiously <laughs> on rich tea biscuits as he watches Wes take Megan for a chat and it, like, you can see the crumbs everywhere and his cheekbones, like, yeah. He's the new Montana for food. <laughs> and he's gone already. <laughs> a little bit of an emotional eater, First thing I think we should talk about this year is the fact that it feels like we can all actually see the producers' thought processes. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, so in previous years, I thought it's been really interesting because you know that the producers have kind of nudged contestants. Like, <laughs> go and have that deep conversation with this person. I just fundamentally do not believe that boys are having in-depth conversations about their relationships unless somebody is standing there saying, if you want to be on camera, yeah. ask Jack about whether or not he kissed Laura. Um and I've kind of accepted that. But this year, it feels like there's a lot of manipulation. And for me, the big one this week was the whole Sam and Georgia, do they stay or do they go storyline. You haven't been saved by the public or by your fellow islanders. Therefore, you cannot stay on Love Island as a couple. It's either split up and remain in the villa or stay together and leave. 
what was going on with that storyline? Do you think do you think they stayed because it was a test? Do you think they stayed for the money? What was the thought process there? I I just I think the producers needed them to stay. Yeah. They just got four new people coming into the villa and they had what seemed like quite strong couples, which turned out not to be the case, but I think it wouldn't have worked from their their creative arc of a of the week for Sam and Georgia to go. And Sam and Georgia weren't really able to articulate why they stayed, which yeah. was a, a sort of a sign of their their sort of lack of mm. <laughs> emotional <laughs> awareness or the fact that the producers had convinced them that it was the right thing to do to stay. Yeah. And whether they'd sort of said, Oh, in like a week's a week and a half time you guys can recouple up together mm-hmm. or if they'd I don't know, promised them long longer term insta fame or something, yeah. I don't know. But it, it felt it didn't feel like a natural decision. Yeah, I would agree and I think that I feel like the producers have been quite reactive this year to what's going on. You know, like the way that Caroline comes in and makes it, you know, you can't stay together. I think they kind of knew that Georgia and Sam would be in the bottom two. But I also think Georgia was just hunting and probably isn't that into Sam. No. And that's probably why she wanted to stay as well. Do you think, because one of the things that I'm quite worried about, obviously following their Instagrams, Georgia now has over a million followers on Instagram. Oh my god, already. Yeah, over a million already. Um, and I'm actually a bit worried about her because she's 19. She mm. is... You know, she really she's does sensitive. Feed off, she's very sensitive. She feeds off other people's approval and attention. Yeah. I am worried about her coming out to a whole load of Georgia um, hatred. And that goes back to the point I was making with the sort of being judgmental and being un- mm. unkind to people. Yeah. And I... I've, as don't like Georgia <laughs> but I was and I think I said on the WhatsApp yeah. group I, I do really worry about her coming out because I saw someone has set up like a fake um, yeah. Twitter account or a meme Twitter account for Georgia and it was it wasn't very nice mm. and you know the whole loyal thing was just relentless and we're like yeah okay we get it and it was fodder for some really hilarious mm. stuff but it sort of snowballed a little bit and I yeah. I thought she has no idea what she's got herself in, in for and yeah so I I, I think they need to be really careful as well about how they support people coming out of the villa because yeah. 19 is really young. And I thought watching last year's show when people became kind of famous for something, you know, when Amber became famous for that meme of her pulling a really like ugh face um, or when Chris and Ken became famous for their terrible rapping, it was done with a little bit of kindness and heart. Humor, it was like yeah. a, a, There was humour to it. And I feel like this year the producers have really gone for how can we make people big characters mm. rather I than that. I, I, I agree, but I also think back to the producers manipulating things, Wes and um, Megan sort mm-hmm. of became quite unpopular and I really felt there was a week, I can't remember if it was two or two weeks ago, um, that the producers really suddenly wanted everyone to really be invested in them as a couple yeah. and I felt like, hang on a second, I don't want to like Megan <laughs> and I've gone full, I thought Megan was awful at the beginning and, yeah. and actually now I, I quite like her and I and I see her as having her own insecurities and but think she really likes Wes and she's really happy and I don't know if that is just something that would have happened naturally or because the producers are like, right, we need to sort of focus on them as a good couple and, and make people see them as a bit more human. I agree with the latter. I think the producers have been quite, not manipulative, but they've kind of made it work to how they think the audience will play. So like you say, there was a, there was a week where it was all about Megan and Wes and I haven't seen them for about a week. 
since. Mm. Like, they, they tone it down and they yeah. pick and choose who, who they view more. And I think, and I, it's like we were discussing earlier with Laura as well, I think they've focused in on certain situations. Yeah. And have played, I don't know whether Laura is actually like that. I mean, I'm sure everyone has insecurities like Laura, but they've made her out to be. Neurotic. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about Laura. Um, so we have a clip of Laura from last night, a moment that I really can't relate to at all, which is when your new boyfriend tells you he's once snogged Britney Spears <laughs> in a music video and you freak out a bit. Did you, are you it's trying to tell me that you snogged Britney Spears? Yeah. But it's in the video. What you did? But it's in the video. I mean, it got, kind of, it got quite steamy in the video. What the fuck? What do you mean, steamy? What did you do? So we were doing a casting video, so I had to, I'm, I'm reading this script, and then she comes in, and then I basically throw the papers and then pull her in, and then we kissed and then walked off, and then there's a bit where I'm on top of her in bed, and... <laughs> I mean, it's a music video. It's, it's, it can only go as far as that. <laughs> what? Did you want it to go further? <laughs> Do you fancy Britney Spears to have some competition? <laughs> is she fit? She, yeah, Britney, Britney's hot. She's like, um... How old is Britney now? She, I think she's 36. Yeah, I think she's pushing 40. She's girls. not 40, she's no, definitely... She's no, no, like Britney's like 40 and she's I'm not. not even 30. You like younger girls, you know? She's about 36. Yeah, but I'm 29, so that's killer, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not with her. <laughs> So that was Laura having a bit of a, oh my gosh, my boyfriend's going to run off with Britney Spears moment. I'm sure we've all had those. <laughs> what is going on with her? Farah, what do you, because she started off as this really strong woman. I think she's just been beaten down a bit she, yeah. throughout, this, throughout this journey. So she, firstly, she's the oldest. Mm -hmm. um, she had a great relationship with Wes and then all of a sudden it just changed. Yeah. I think she was forcing herself with Jack, which probably fed into her insecurities again. Yeah. So maybe she feel you know, this is like a third time lucky. And to be fair, I do think she's more suited I totally to agree. this new guy, but I think all everything that's happened previously and her age and she's she's a little bit more mature and probably, you know, is she's not short term. Yeah, and I think because she's an air hostess, she, she by the sounds of it, I can't remember who she was talking to and they'd never travelled and she's been you know, she's lived all over she's the world right, yeah. and travelled and yeah. and so she probably feels even older than she is yeah. in comparison to the others. And I think the thing that's interesting for me with Laura is I always do sort of forget her age, and yeah. she's 29. And I don't know about you, but I remember the sort of latter half of my 29th year basically being in a constant panic. I was in a constant well, I'm there now, so <laughs> <I do. laughs> I'm in that latter half of 29. Don't worry, it gets better. <laughs> Thank God for that. So, do you find that, which is like, I felt there was a lot of pressure, you know, I had to have got to a certain place in my career, I had yeah. to have got to a certain place in my relationships. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel that a lot, and a lot of it is in, it's self-driven as well. Some of it yeah. is, are these benchmarks and expectations that you set, but I also come from an Asian family, and, yeah. like, I should have been married at 24 <laughs> and, like, with three kids already. Apparently, I'm, like, past my expiry date. Like, and I sell condoms now. Like, I'm just breaking a lot of norms. So, for me, those benchmarks are out of the window. I'm quite enjoying being 29 and single and happy. Um, but I, you're right. I think society kind of puts... Especially at this... At 29, 30 onwards, a lot of your friends start to settle down, get yeah. married, and, and then you start to panic, and you're like, well... 
I, I need to do that, but actually you don't. <laughs> you need to enjoy your life and, and you know, finding a partner shouldn't always be a priority. And often people, if they put find a partner a priority, they're not necessarily going to find the right person. And maybe Laura's feeling a bit like, look, I'm in this villa, I'm 29, I need to find someone, I need to settle down. But, you know, if you, you shouldn't force yourself onto a relationship because mm. you need, it needs to fit that situation. And it's interesting watching... Uh, new Jack, who was with Laura until earlier this week, and then watching him with new Laura. New Laura. Yeah, it's very confusing. <laughs> um, there does gen- there seems to be much more of a spark and an ease with with the new girl than there was with Laura, mm. and and so I really hope that she finds that because it must be really frustrating not only to have been sort of dumped by your the person you were coupled up with. And then to see them mm. go from zero to sixty very quickly. Absolutely. And it was really zero to sixty very quickly. It was it was a bit sneaky. And they're young, right? So like Wes is in his early twenties. Yeah. Jack is a similar age, and Laura, like, I mean, at yeah, at twenty two, you're you're emotional, like you can't be that high. And I mean, I'm sure some guys are, but do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> my twenty two year old man says not massively high emotional IQ. Ex- ex- exactly. So she's. She's she was in those situations to make it suit her. I'm not denying that there was some passion and lust and whatever, but it's not going to work with a 22 year old, is it? When you're 29 and you've travelled the world and you know very you unlikely. Know what you want. So the thing that got me was the sort of competition element that appeared between her and Alexandra, mm. and I just wondered if you felt that was something that is just inherent in the Love Island game. Mm. So because that's there, it's going to happen. Um, or if that's just actually sort of, for me, it felt really familiar about how society treats women who are attracted to men. So it kind of says, oh, well, if you're attracted to some, to him and you're making it really clear, there's something about you that is inherently a bit grabby and competitive mm. and not very ladylike. And it, I felt like it kind of set that up with Laura and Alexandra where it was like, oh, well, we can't be friends, we have to be enemies because we like the same person. And actually... When eventually Paul picked Laura, and God, I don't know about you ladies, but all the names are really getting to me. <laughs> when Paul picked Laura, uh, they were fine. You know, Alexandra was upset, but they were fine. Yeah. yeah. And, and she was very, Alexandra was really gracious about it as well. Yeah. But it was almost like she, she thought that they had to be enemies because they were after the same person. Yeah. It's um, weird, isn't it? It's very odd. There's, there's more to life than a boy, honestly, or a man or whatever. Like, it, the fact that she felt that, okay, now we have to be... I just don't understand it. Like, yeah. it, you know, you shouldn't have to fall out because you're both, like, the same guys and not talk to each Although other. Although if I were Alexander, I'd be devastated that I'd have to go back to Dr. Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Questionable T-shirts as well, I know. I'd be blind. My retinas would be burnt if I was a... <laughs> Dr. Alex this week has just... <laughs> I think those signs say it all. I mean... He finally got together with Alexandra, which in a way I was so furious with because I was like, why have the producers given him so many chances? You know, he yeah. been booted out ages ago. Yeah. And then, a, I mean, literally, a blonde woman walks into the villa. That is all that happened. A blonde woman walked into the villa and he was like, cheers, Alexandra, see you later. Charlotte. I almost have no words. I am just so angry about it. <laughs> Do you think this is the problem? I think it's one of two things. It's either the problem of type or it's the problem of I'm happy, but I could be happier. 
Which one do you think was going on for Dr. Alex there? I, d- I completely disagree with the whole type thing. I don't think you can boil down who you're attracted to mm-hmm. by, by hair colour or even physical looks. And I, I do think it is this... And I don't know if it's come, coming from a social media gener- generation, but this idea that not only that there is the perfect person for us and what that perfection looks like, um, but but this entitlement that he seems to have as well, that he somehow deserves deserves something amazing. And I think the other contestants in the villa perpetuate that a little bit yeah. by constantly egging him on. He's got an entire support system around him, like mm-hmm. desperate for him to find love. Yeah. And I feel like some of the other women have almost manipulated Alexandra into liking him more. Yeah. And I mean, I, I was quite happy that she picked him, mm. but I've got a complete complete 180 and I just I feel like I don't like him I think he's not a nice person I think he feels like he deserves whoever walks into the villa and he seemed there was a bit he seemed really what really upset me I think it was in last night's episode is he seemed really annoyed that she wasn't more grateful that he selected her and I I just I think he's got the makings of a real creep that really upset me I was like what You've just dumped her. You had a whole conversation yeah. about how the two of you are just going to be friends. Yes, of course she's not going to be thrilled to be coming yeah. back up with you again. Farah, do you think his behaviour is just indicative of 21st century dating? Yeah, completely. <laughs> um, sadly, it's a shame to say that, but I think it's the same with like dating app culture, where like you go on a date and she doesn't have the right colour hair or something doesn't tick. You just go back on the dating app and you keep swiping because you think you can do better. And I think he has that mentality as well. And and he feels like he is at an advantage because he has this token that basically means whoever I choose is going to stay in the villa. So, like, he feels like that is his... Mm-hmm. That's a reason why he feels like, oh, you know, these girls should like me. I've given them a place in the villa. But do you think... You know, because on the one hand, I'm I'm just gobsmacked that he thinks he can do better than Alexandra who was already light years out of his league Mm -hmm. but is it better to be honest and say actually I do like you but I think you know long term it's not the right thing and go with the thing that is better for you should we be settling no no as in I, I don't think anyone should settle but I think in the context of Love Island they're all fixated on getting this place as well yeah. getting this place in the final or with someone that they're balancing that and being with someone and also thinking <laughs> you can see the cogs in their yeah, brain going they're like if I say out loud that I like someone else I might not have a place in the villa yeah exactly and, and I think that's what they're battling with yeah. and, and to be fair to to um, Dr. Love or what I mean yeah. <laughs> do not call him Dr. Love he's very <laughs> whatever <proud>. it is <laughs> um, it's alright to say that you like someone else, like you find someone else attractive after a few days. It's just a few days. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm not condoning the way he treated Alexander, I think it was wrong. But what's wrong with saying that another girl has walked in and that they're attractive? Well, I think this is really true because obviously this is what New Jack did. So New Jack turned around to Laura and was like, look, I do really like you and I've had a great time, but I think long term... Mm we're not going to work. And whatever he says, that was not based on some careful analysis of how far it is from London to Edinburgh. It was based <laughs> on you know, the fact that somebody he fancied a bit more had walked in. And I sort of feel like that's okay. The thing that really got me was Alex being like, oh, okay, I haven't got the girl that I now quite fancy, so I'm going to rapidly backtrack and pretend yeah, yeah. Now that's where none he's... of this ever happened. 
completely agree. That's yeah. And it's that whole balance of like yeah. keeping that place in the villa versus actually finding love. Versus, cause let's face it, I don't think he's in there for the money. Like yeah. maybe he wants to be a doctor, TV presenter. I, I don't know, but he's not in there for the money. Maybe he's in there to find love, but I don't know how he's still in there. It's been eight, seven weeks. And yeah. Yeah. So, nobody else, I was going to say for those of you who don't know, nobody's going to know this really. Charlotte's brother is in... Made in Chelsea. Made in Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> Much to the family's joy. And there is, you know, so you know a little bit about how they script and adapt and create heroes, I guess. And yep. I really feel like the producers with Alex wanted to create him as a hero from the get-go mm-hmm. and cannot it, let he was, the idea he was go. 2018's Camilla. Yeah. And I love Camilla. Yeah. I mean, like, Camilla is Just shout it out. Yeah. I still follow her and, and Jay, you on Instagram. Makes me very happy they're still together. <laughs> yeah. And I totally clocked it as soon as Alex walked in the villa. They're like, this is the slightly awkward yeah. one. Doesn't He's not quite like the everyone else and they're totally pitching him as this year's Camilla. And so I did, I kind of rooted for him on based on my love of Camilla. I was like, I can kind of see him being the underdog. But you know, sort of back to the, the way producers do things, I think it, it, they can't have just live television the whole time. It wouldn't make for interesting watching. So they do have to tweak it to make it more interesting. But I, I've seen in Made in Chelsea, I've only been years and years ago when, when Fred was first on it, I remember going to watch a scene and they must have filmed the same conversation over and over and over again. And I know, and I'm sure he won't mind me saying this, but my brother is very, very funny and he gets very frustrated if he's, when he sees episodes that he's like, oh, there was a really good bit. We told this great joke and it was really funny and they just cut it out. And whether it's a time thing or it just doesn't quite fit in with the narrative, but I I feel like that's been very apparent on, on this year. And we've seen some of the, Twitter things going around about seeing scenes being filmed twice and you mentioned earlier about oh go and have a conversation with so and so about your relationship and and yeah so I, I I actually there's a lot of characters I really like in this year's Love Island but I feel like it's been a bit tarnished by a more apparent producer meddling yeah if that makes sense I think so so producers were not loving you this year but Get your act together for next year because I think they do do quite a good job of going back every year and being like, what did what worked mm, and what mm. didn't, and adapting. Yeah. yeah. But I think last year they got a bit too self congratulatory and were like, everything worked. Let's just do it more. Um, yeah. And pull pull it back for two thousand nineteen. And and there were even things in that, and I'm not defending Alex here because I still think he's exceptionally boring. But that that scene when he was having the conversation with Grace. I now look back at it and going, was it actually that painful mm-hmm. or did they just add in some awkward pauses mm, yeah. as part of the narrative of them not having any chemistry? Yeah. And so that's what I don't like. I want, I don't care if the producer is involved. I know they have to be, but it's when they're intentionally misleading you. And I said before we started recording that I loved, I've loved some of the really random conversations that they've just focused on. So whether it's Jack talking about how much he likes the birds <laughs> or... Yeah. Um, new, new Jack and new Laura. Oh God! Um, having their date on the beach, and um, she was talking a bit of Portuguese, and and I think ages ago, Kaz and Josh were talking about their family heritage and and stuff like that. So I, I like it when it's like that. I kind of want to see more of that. Yeah, more of the reality. Okay. 
When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. So it is that time of the show. We've got a text. Got a text. Or a WhatsApp message or a tweet or any other form of communication. Um, So a few things over on Twitter this week. First of all, I'm so pleased to see there has been a lot of love for this year's official Love Island boy band, which is Josh, Wes and New Jack. Here's a little clip of them throwing down some beats. She's from Devon. Well, uh, yep. She's from, from Devon. Uh, uh, she, she's from Devon. Uh, she fell from Devon. Now, she's an angel. Oh, okay. She's uh, an angel. Uh, uh, she's she an angel. She's a surfer. She's an angel. Her mum gave birth to her. I love these three and their chemistry. I think they are hilarious. I, yeah, I mean, I do too, but I'm even more shocked that Josh can fart in time for <laughs> Jack's beat. <laughs> I'd like that is a real skill, <laughs> continuously. <laughs> how is that possible? Like, how what have I never known? This was a talent. <laughs> I watched it somewhere. Yeah, Josh. It doesn't work out. You know where I am. <laughs> Honestly, how does that happen? He's in a bathtub and he's pumping. <laughs> I absolutely love them. I think they are just hilarious. And I think going back to that point, I, that's more of the stuff that I want to yeah. see. That mm. funny personal interdynamic thing. Yeah, yeah. no, agreed. Yeah. Uh, and then this tweet from Daisy Buchanan caused a lot of chat. She said, The last thing I'd want is a relationship with someone who keeps me on my toes. My marriage works because my husband and I love sitting on our asses. Uh, we love Daisy. She is hilarious. And she. I uh, was on the show a few weeks ago and we were talking about the kind of Georgia relationship and people going back and forth. And so this was a tweet in response to the thing about Georgia keeping Sam on his toes. And she got lots of pushback from it. She got lots of people tweeting saying, well, no, 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 that's how women manage men. If you want a man to like you, you've got to let them pursue you. Men need to be the hunter. Who's got the energy? That's <laughs> <laughs> I think, 
I, so I feel con- constantly conflicted by this narrative yeah. because as a woman, I just want to be able to say what I am thinking and feeling. Yeah. And not feel that that is going to cause some massive upset to the person that I'm saying it to. Yeah, unless I know it's deliberately meant to. Um, and yet, I still also then feel like, oh, well, if I meet a man that I like, and I appreciate this is a very heterosexual conversation, so uh, please, all LGBTQ, please jump in with your experiences. Um, but I feel if I meet a man with that, then I have to go into this... Mm. Oh well, I must wait four hours before I reply to his text. I mean, but it's I like it's like it's like isn't that what's that awful book the the um the rules or something? Oh, the rules, yeah. And like I said, I haven't dated really ever, <laughs> but I with my friends, especially back to sort of Laura, what we're talking about with Laura, sort of in their early thirties and and beyond, saying going through, agonizing over you know how long should I wait before mm. I contact him? I shouldn't tell him that I like him or I or I keep I need to keep going on dates in case and I, I just find the whole thing very exhausting and so I, I'm completely in agreement with Daisy I think if you're in a relationship and you're happy then yeah just be honest about that like I'm not saying you can't speak to other people but this idea of actively going out of your way to make the other person feel Un- unsure insecure, or yeah. insecure I think that's that's horrible I think it depends what where you're at in your life and also what what point in the relationship you're at <clears throat> and I've and I'd, I agree with what you're saying when you're in a happy relationship and you know it's been over a certain period of time and you're just comfortable with each other and you know yeah. but in the run up and when you're dating people I don't think there's anything wrong with keeping them, I'm not saying keeping them on their toes, but keeping your options open, because sadly, in this day and age, and I've experienced it as well, if you put all your eggs in one basket, <laughs> the Love Island quote, um, it, it more often than not, it doesn't work out, and, I, and sadly, I think it's to do with this whole dating app culture these days, where like guys and girls constantly yeah. feel like they can do better and they can go on multiple dates and it will fit in with their busy lifestyles and not quite settle down. So until you really know what the other person is feeling and that you're on the same page, I think it's all right to kind of... I not necessarily it, it keep depends, your toes, it depends, That's what I was going to say. I think it depends on how you define keeping someone yes. on your toes. Because I would say even when you are in a happy relationship, you should still make an effort. And if that, you know, and and also have separate interests. And if that's something that keeps another person on their toes, knowing that you have another exciting life sort of outside of your couple, Mm. then I think that's a great thing. I wouldn't want to just be at home the whole time mm. talking to my husband. I like having other things, but, yeah. it, but like yeah. that isn't. But it's like, but I wouldn't go out of my way to make my husband feel insecure. Yeah. Yes, and I, I think you're right. It depends on the definition of keeping you on your toes, and if that's the result that you're making the other person feel insecure, and that's just mean. Like, yeah. Keep things so, interesting, but don't. Yeah, keep things interesting. Yeah. That's exactly it. Yeah. And then finally, obviously, we've got to talk about the WhatsApp group. Yeah. Um, so this week in the WhatsApp group, I noticed um, like a lot of frustration with Georgia and the mm. Sam and the, are they in it, are they not in it, what are you doing? And then Georgia and Sam left. And it feels to me a little bit like the WhatsApp group almost doesn't know what to do since their <laughs> departure. Um, I, I, was, I was saying earlier to Farah that I'm, I'm annoyed with it. If you're listening, WhatsApp group. 
Um, we've had people on holiday who were very committed and <laughs> when they had Wi-Fi, they had the hubs, so they could watch it from overseas. I'm going away on Monday. We've already sorted out how we can watch the last week. But I mean, I, I've been quite, I, I feel like I'm probably one of the more vocal people and I just have had a really, really busy week. So I, I haven't watched any of it live um, since Tuesday. Yeah. But, um, so no, I, d- I don't think it's because Sam and Georgia have left. I think it's it's just coincidence. The I've other still got plenty thing. of things to talk about. <laughs> the other exciting thing in the WhatsApp group, Alice knows Paul. So we've got a direct link to the villa. Wow. Is that Alice? Was it Alice or someone else? Or was it someone else? Alice is my sister, so I, f- I feel like I, I should know if, <laughs> maybe if my it sister knows maybe Paul. I- no, but there was there was definitely no. It was Alice's my my sister's colleague that was it. who knows Paul, um, and apparently he didn't even know he was going in. <laughs> really? Yeah. Very excited that when he comes out, we can get Paul in the WhatsApp group. Yes, Looking exactly. To that. Or on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it is that time of the show where we talk about the good and the bad. It is heroes and villains of the week. We could be heroes. So I'm going to kick this off very quickly. My hero. Danny Dyer for quite frankly pulling off a meal for 16 people in 40 degree heat with Jack as your sous chef. I mean, that is superhero levels of amazing. Mm. Yeah? Yeah. And I, I feel like we have not talked enough about Danny because I just want to profess my undying love for her. <laughs> <laughs> She's just great, isn't she? She's so great. Yeah. She's so wise. She's so wise. She takes everything. I want, you know, those tried. bracelets that people, religious uh, people used to have with what would Jesus do? I just want <laughs> Danny to, do. What would Danny Dyer do? <laughs> And I think when she had that row with Georgia earlier on in the week, it was because she was like, no, you're being a little shit. I'm not going to let you get away with it. I'm not going to be nasty to you. I'm not going to yeah. be mean to you. But I'm going to hold you to account. Yeah. And then when you huff off, I'm just going to be like, okay, whatever. I know you'll be back. Mm. And that was what I really liked about her. She can do angry without being mean. Yeah. Yes. No, I agree. Yeah, she's a superstar. Big fan of Jack as well, though. Yeah. And his gnashes. They beam so bright. I went I went deep into his Instagram account to see what his teeth were like before. Did you? They were, they were fine. They were actually really good teeth. They're not that different. <laughs> Apparently you went to Turkey to get them done, which I find hilarious. <laughs> That's brilliant. Villain. Uh, so my villain of the week. Well, I actually... I find it's a bit hard because I didn't think anyone had been truly villainous mm. this week. I mean, no one has been as bad as they have in some other weeks. But, yeah, I think it's going to have to be Dr. Alex mm-hmm. for yeah. just assuming that a whole load of TV cameras filming you say to a woman, I think we should break up, and then trying to deny it afterwards mm. was in any way a good plan. Um, also, putting it out there, I don't know why, but I just have a little feeling about Paul. I feel like Paul might be up for villain of the week in the no. next few days. Yeah, oh, I, really I don't know, not. I hope not. It's always because he's too good to be true. Yeah, but it was the same with it was the same with Jamie and Cam last year. <laughs> this is true, actually, yes. And I've done some analysis on last year, and Jamie <laughs> and Cam are the only couple who are still together, yeah. with the exception of is this, was it Dom and the girl, Jess, and yeah. Jess, when Dom Jess came Jess. in and like everything got yeah. thrown off, and then they left, and they're still together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're a weird couple. They got married in their bikinis. They um, married. On oh, on, G- on the TV, yeah. I don't he wore a bikini too. <laughs> that, that would be interesting, wouldn't it? Um, interesting. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Maybe, I really, maybe I really Paul hope. is. Maybe Paul is. I mean, 
I have I to thought say, this, I thought their kiss yeah, last night. It was hot. It was really hot. I yeah. thought it was. It was like the the first kiss. I was like fully invested. I was like, oh, this is good. <laughs> I mean, and quite frankly, any man that does his own laundry and owns his own house is a winner. And lace carpets. <laughs> yeah, I'm all about the carpentry, to be honest. Like, that would be a big tick for me. I've I have a lot decided, of shells that need to be I've decided from now on I'm going to call carpets carpents. <laughs> uh, Farah, who are your heroes and villains of the week? Hero is Jack because of his just David Attenborough style bird watch. <laughs> just yeah. brilliant. I totally and, agree. Like, yeah, love him and his gnashes. Like I said, they're great. Uh, villain Alex and I, I really just want to know who dresses him like who goes yeah. in and gives him those t-shirts I don't understand vile like I feel like we've had the misguided stylist as a villain before I think we can bring him back again like yeah. my honestly a piece of me dies inside every time he whips I mean a lot out of the girl stuff is pretty t-shirt. appalling as well but I mean it's easier to get it right as a guy yeah and that yeah yeah so <laughs> yes. just for that reason though for other reasons as well but yeah no time Alex and the stylist definitely Charlotte, heroes and villains? Um, I think, I'll start with villain, I think it has to be Dr. Alex because I yeah. am just getting bored of his behaviour and he's entitled. So um, it'll be him and his shirt. Um, <laughs> heroes, um, we've, we've spoken about Josh's facial expressions. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> they, they've been great. And um, if I had to go for a person in the villa, I would go for Jack as well, because I just think he's such good value. If you had to go for a person outside the villa? If I had to go for a person outside the villa, I would go for the music supervisor, because I think the music has been fantastic. I've been, like, bopping my head along. Yeah. and, And I think generally much like um what was that program called um come dine with me yeah. it's made by the commentator ian and so i think ian sterling yeah um there was a couple of uh, clangers this week but i think <laughs> overall ian sterling it definitely makes the show but yeah i'll go for the music supervisors doing a really good job brilliant that's all time we've got for one of us has to pack up one of our not the best towels beach towels pull on our most see-through cover-up and head to the nearest beach bar for a large Prosecco. As ever, if you're loving the podcast and you want to put all your eggs in our basket, then make sure you tell us so. Remember to rate, review and subscribe. We've only got one full week left, so look out for next week's show with Aisha Zarika and our grand finale special. If you want to come and chat to any of us in the meantime, though, you absolutely can. Come and find me on Twitter and Instagram at Harriet Minter. Farah. Uh, Hank's official and Charlotte at Charlotte O-L-O-F on Twitter (laughs) Uh, yes come couple up with us chat with us you don't have to wait for a producer to pull you aside you can do it anytime Um, but before we go as ever we're going to get some little wisdom and advice from the island this week it comes from the official Love Island boy band on how to find the one just don't follow this advice if your name is Alex you can't kid yourself who you're attracted to. You're attracted, yes, you're, I know you're attracted to Laura, but if you're more attracted to someone else, you're more attracted to someone else. Don't live the lie, don't let it mm. let it slide. It's about finding what you want. You're I'm not listening, you're I'm not unhappy. unhappy. This is That's the thing, the thing. I'm this not unhappy. unhappy. I was this, this was me. I, I said, was not I'm unhappy. not unhappy. Yeah. I was not unhappy, but I could have been happier, and I was right. Yeah. When you know you could be happier, yeah. don't, don't waste your time, we ain't got time for that. 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.